Hello, and welcome to the Illinois Association of Park Districts Parkcast. I'm Wayne Utterback, Director of Communications and Digital Content, and today I'm joined by Craig Talsma, Executive Director of the Hoffman Estates Park District, and Tracy Crawford, Executive Director of the Northwest Special Recreation Association to talk a little bit about the Intergovernmental Cooperation Award uh, both of your teams received at the uh, Best of the Best Awards Gala uh, this year. Uh, thank you so much for taking time to join me. Of course. Glad to be here. Now, I'd like to start off by maybe having uh, each of you, maybe Craig first, uh, just tell me a little bit about uh, about your, your agency and, and what you do so that maybe anybody who's listening or watching can kind of get a feel for uh, who you represent. Um. As Wayne said, I'm the executive director for the Hoffman Estates Park District. Uh, I think the easiest way to describe us is we just won the national gold medal. So what we do is hopefully we provide the best nationwide uh, park and recreation services. Um, but we do have a, a rather large park district and we have numerous facilities. Uh, we are kind of three geographic areas. Uh, and then this award specifically what's so special about it is we work with the Northwest Special Rec Association that provides all of our um, educational opportunities and programming and everything we do with the special rec uh, side uh, for our community. And actually, as I'm sure Tracy will touch on for, it's, it's a huge group with 17 different communities. So that's a small part of, of what we offer. And what we try to do is offer the best in park and recreation services uh, for our uh, community and our taxpayers. All right, and Tracy? Yes. Hello, everybody. My name is Tracy Crawford. I am the I have the honor of being the executive director of Northwest Special Recreation Association. Um, Craig set it up well. Can you tell we work well together? <laughs> um, let me just go into a little bit more. A special recreation association is basically an agency that provides recreation and leisure opportunities for individuals with disabilities in a certain footprint. There are actually 37 special racks associations and they are only in Illinois, um, which is we are unique for that. One of the wonderful things that Illinois has done is allow for these collaborative partnerships. We're extensions of the park districts that we serve. And through that collaboration, I'm able to hire some of those top qualified staff who have backgrounds in recreational therapy, special education, adapted PE, behavior management, and they can then go out and provide those services. We have 17 Northwest suburbs that we um, provide services for. NWSRA is going to be celebrating its 50th anniversary in 2024. Um, we were the third SRA um, created, um, but we are the largest with 17 that we serve. Um, so our goal is always in any way we can to provide access um, to services in all 17 of our communities. Now, I'm glad you mentioned that, uh, Tracy, because one of the things I love about parks and recreation is the inclusivity and the accessibility and how mm -hmm. it's tailored to serve the entire community. No one gets mm -hmm. left out. Mm -hmm. uh, what can you what can you tell me about the importance of inclusivity? Oh, my gosh. Wait, you, you know, you're hitting I, I one have, of my heart I have to interject. <laughs> you, asked the right, you just asked the right person that question, but I, how long is this podcast, Wayne? <laughs> oh, did you see me get excited? I'm like, what? Okay, I'm going to put it this way. Um, you know, when you're in the field of therapeutic recreation, one of the things that um, you get in your schooling and your education is all about creating that sense of belonging. 
okay, that people belong wherever they choose to work, play, live, and grow. Um, and so to me, inclusivity means not only are you invited to participate in whatever the programming is, but you're included. You are a part of you are an essential aspect of what's going on. So if we take that down to programming in that, that means when any of our um, constituents in any of the 17, they go to their local park, it means it's accessible. That means they were thought about. They can get to it. They can play on it. They can sit and just observe. If they happen to have a child that may need assistance, they're a, and they have um, a disability or an ambulatory issue, they can get to their child and participate. So inclusivity is so important, especially in this day and age. People want to feel they are welcome. They want to feel they belong. They want to walk in your doors and know that this is where I'm supposed to be and I am welcomed here. Now, uh, Craig, how does working with an association like uh, WNSRA help meet the needs of your community? Uh, you know, what is that relationship like? What it does is it makes my life a whole lot easier. Um, mm -hmm. it, it really does. It makes, uh, you know, Park districts specialize in providing, you know, park and recreation services for the whole community. And, and as Tracy stepped on, you know, how do you make sure that everyone in the community um, can belong to all of the programs and all of the facilities that you have? What the NWSRA does for us is it takes a, a big chunk of things that we would have to specialize in to make sure that we're being inclusive and to make sure that we're offering the appropriate types of programs for all of these individuals offering the services, I mean, offering the specialty needs of the, of the busing and, and getting the people to where they have to go, mm -hmm. offering the different facilities. Um, you know, like we have a hockey rink where they can do, you mm -hmm. know, sled hockey, but, mm -hmm. you know, it's difficult to offer just that program maybe to that one group of people in, in Hoffman. But when we team up with 17 other park districts and then you mm -hmm. have somebody with Tracy's expertise and, and her staff's expertise and they step in, and they provide that service for all of us mm -hmm. here so that, you know, we were co-mingled and all of all of these people can group together and do these specialized uh, programs, but also belong in our programs. So mm -hmm. it's not just when you think NWSA offers programs for special needs individuals, they come back to our district. So we're offering before and after school care, but we might have a student you know, maybe the student's a little on the spectrum or something, and maybe they need some special one-on-one -on -one guidance. Mm -hmm. NWSRA is the group that then sends out, you know, an inclusivity expert that can then work with that child, mm -hmm. but now that child belongs in that program. Mm -hmm. So they're in the program with all of their other peers, mm -hmm. but maybe they have that little bit of special attention, which as a park district, we can't necessarily afford to do, but NWSRA steps in and that's what they provide. So they're literally bringing all 17 communities together with both specialized program, mm -hmm. but then inclusivity into the programs within our park district. Mm -hmm. And as I said, knowing that, that Tracy and her staff is there to do that for us is what makes my life a whole lot easier um, because literally it's like, hey, Tracy, and then boom, it's taken care of. Mm -hmm. Well, I know one of the examples, uh, Craig, that I know, I saw in the nomination for the award uh, was, a, was a mention of the rejuvenation of the uh, Bogolai House. Mm -hmm. I was wondering maybe uh, what you or Tracy could just tell me about that project. What did that entail? Well, I'll give you a little background and then I'll let Tracy really talk about the project mm -hmm. because she, 
her and her team, you know, with, with some help from, from our staff, just they, they did it all, um, especially with NWSRA and, and SLSF uh, putting their, their, their minds and their pocketbooks together. Um, but we had an old farmhouse. It's actually kind of a historic farmhouse. Um, it's called the Vogelai Farmhouse. There's a Vogelai Barn, but it sits on a cornerstone, huge park. Uh, that's an entrance to our community. It actually literally almost borders Schaumburg, so it's really in a great location. That house had gone through a lot of changes. Uh, it's owned by the Park District. Way back in the day, uh, NRPA had even rented out that house. Mm -hmm. We then used that house for our, our rec department at one point in time. Mm -hmm. uh, we even had an outside accountant rent the house at one point in time. And when I took over as executive director, I just had a vision that I wanted a partner in that house because this was a park district property, mm -hmm. uh, tax supported. I didn't want to just rent it to a, a real estate agent or an insurance mm -hmm. or, or an accountant. Mm -hmm. We waited. It actually was vacant for you know almost two years. And yeah. uh, I had talked to Tracy probably two years previously saying, hey, I, I might have a spot for you. Mm -hmm. And Tracy has done such a phenomenal job with, and she'll go into it with the park pursuit locations mm -hmm. and how those are intermingled among our 17 communities. And there's six of those. So they have to be geographically located in the correct areas. Mm -hmm. um, we were the last, I like to say the last, you know, the best for last, um, because this was really a great location. It actually, it gave them an entire home. Mm -hmm. um, so they have the absolute entire house. They have the park, so, and I won't even get into it, but we have applied for an Oslot grant for next year, mm -hmm. uh, $1.2 million to now revitalize the park, make the playground, the splash pad, fully inclusive, mm -hmm. um, specialty sports, special Olympic area, greenhouse, all sorts of other things that can benefit the, the pursuit location. But mm -hmm. I'm going to let, you know, Tracy, we kind of provided the, the location and I'll let Tracy explain what they did with it. Oh my gosh. We, let me tell you, first of all, Craig is being so nice because I was literally begging <laughs> at every board meeting. Can I please, can, can anybody give me, but the dream came alive because we had um, parents, we had our strategic plan. And one of the top things in the strategic plan is that parents of individuals with disabilities, once they graduate high school, services drop. So they were very concerned about what is the life of my adult participant going to look like? So we created with Clearbrook, it's a collaboration, the Pursuit Community Adult Day Program. So we opened our first one in Rolling Meadows, and then we sat down and the board said, well, immediately as soon as we opened, we had a waiting list of almost 200 people. Wow. Um, and I thought, well, Okay, so I brought that back to the board and we all kind of looked because we really did not know what, you know, how well this was going to be received. And I really think it's because of the collaboration and I'm going to boast on my staff. They're phenomenal. They created a program that really allows for the participants to grow and learn um, as independently as possible. So long story short, we did plot out geographically where the spots would be. So when Craig came up and finally said, we think I have a spot for you. I was like, can we see it? When can we see it? <laughs> so his staff met us out there. Now, I will say, um, when we first saw it, it took a lot of dreaming. 
Okay. It was, <laughs> it hadn't been inhabited. It, it took stretch, but we saw it. We saw the vision. Every single one of our pursuit sites, the importance is, is that it feels like a home. This is where they spend their entire day. We wanted it to be warm, but we also wanted to keep the integrity of what the Vogelai property meant, what that farm was all about, how Hoffman Estates Park District would want that to be represented. So we really looked at the rest of the, they have a barn, they have just their incredible work. And we tried to create something that would complement all of that. So when you walk in, everybody's compliment, I think you'd agree, Craig, is you feel like home. You, you, even though there's a there's a, a fully accessible elevator in it, okay, now I just want you to know that. Um, we wrapped it so you don't quite walk in and go, there, oh, there is, there, is a, there is a big ramp in back, but- There's you know. a big, <laughs> giant ramp. <laughs> so Craig, Craig and I laughed so hard, but you have to understand that when we did this in collaboration with Clearbrook, it had to be a state-approved uh, facility, which means it has to have a second egress outside of the home. So we've got numerous individuals in wheelchairs. So if they're on the third floor, something should happen. How do we get them out quickly? So here we're designing this. It's about half the size of the house, really. But oh, wow. with the expertise of Craig's staff, we were able to make it so that you come out and there's, we call them landing spots, where you can sit, look out over the property, um, you know, have your coffee, um, sit there's small and there's about three of them that tells you how big it is it goes all the way up to the third floor so it was beautifully done um the creativity his staff my staff they just dreamed we just let them dream i worked with my slsf foundation and the board the foundation um, bought in immediately and they helped us raise the funds along with the hoffman estates foundation um and the dream the dream happened i mean we dreamed big um this is an incredible piece of property the location is ideal um we have had so many people that have come just they drive by, I think it's the ramp. They drive by and they they come in and they go, can we can we tour this? Um, and the staff do. It is a community property. It is open. It also gives our participants um, the opportunity to meet and greet. You can tell at this site, if you've ever come, they're like, hi, are you here to tour our home? <laughs> so it's great. They expect it now. It, it's commonplace. Um, but what was important is that we wanted every single one of our sites nestled right in the heart of the community. Um, we didn't want to be at a storefront. We didn't want to be in somebody's basement. Um, every single one of my um, park districts that stepped forward. And this one is just, I mean, we have the whole house. I, I, it's, it's amazing. Amazing. Um, you walk in, the signage is there. Right away, we were welcomed. Um, the community has embraced us. Um, you know, when our the people walk on the path, it's a busy area. It is a busy area with the playground and the walking path. And people are always asking, what is that? But I've noticed that I see people on the ramp, you know, they'll be sitting having coffee. That's what I wanted. That's what we envisioned. We wanted that um, that community involvement where we're just a part of what's going on. Um, it's been a beautiful relationship. I'm just, I'm so proud and excited about that facility. That, that's terrific. Uh, I was wondering, are there, maybe just real quickly, are there any other examples of maybe how your collaborative efforts have like, what they've, what they've uh, 
but the fruits of your labor, I suppose. Are there any other things that you want to highlight on and touch on? Let us know about. Well, let me tell you, um, we have attracted several donors and sponsors, and I really think it's because of the visibility of the Vogli House. Um, we approached them about sponsorship of that, and not only have they sponsored that, but now they're reaching out and sponsoring other programs and services. They're volunteering um, and really getting to know who the Special Rec Association is, as well as all 17 of our park districts. And that's huge. That's huge. Um, we we cannot reach the number of people that we need to on our own. Um, it, it, it requires the entire community. And the heart of every community is, I believe, now I'm biased, is the park district. Um, outside of the schools, I get it. Um, but the park district. And so really that relationship and that visibility, it's increased in enrollment. Um, you know, every place we've put one of our sites, the enrollment in that area for programs and services, and in other words, the new families that are that we're bringing in has increased. And that was the purpose. Um, and so I'm excited that it's led to that and more conversations. Craig and I just left the lunch. I don't think we sat down and ate we were busy networking and talking and, you know, collaborating with sponsors and people that want to know how they can help. So that's what I'd say. Craig, what do you, what do you think? Well, I, I mean, a great example, too, is that, as I mentioned, that we just, uh, you know, this year we applied for the $1.2 million OSLI grant. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, we make these plans ourselves. We don't hire an outside consultant or whatever. Um, we get community input. You know, we go and we talk to the community. But this one was so special because we go and we also talk to NWSRA because they're right there. This is going to be their park. And we really, this is the first OSLI grant that we've ever done to revitalize the park with the focus, making the park a hundred percent inclusive. So this is, we're going after this so that the, right now the playground, it, there's like a retaining wall. It's almost kind of, it starts high, it goes low. It, it's not perfectly accessible. Um, you know, the splash pad, you know, we want to make sure that that's 100% accessible. But from there, we also talk more about, well, what's something different you would want in a park setting? And, and we came up with these bank shot sports and, you know, all of these things that are designed for everyone, but they're everyone inclusive. So if there's individuals in wheelchairs or something like that, they can participate in these new court type sports. And and have maybe a little open space for, for special Olympic training. Mm -hmm. uh, we wanted to add a greenhouse because we're one step away from being a fully um, Audubon Society park or a full level one Arboretum park. Mm -hmm. uh, there's only like three in the state, mm -hmm. but they need a greenhouse. But NWSRA also likes a greenhouse because then they can use that greenhouse with their participants as well. Mm -hmm. So this became... You know, the Vogelai House and um, the Pursuit location has now led to almost making this into, I'm hoping, and we've talked to some state legislatures mm -hmm. about legislators about this, this will be the premier mm -hmm. inclusive park playground facility site, in my opinion, mm -hmm. in Illinois, bar none. And mm -hmm. so that's what, uh, it's just, it's snowballed and it's just made things even bigger and better. For NWSRA, you know, for Hoffman Estates and, and for the, the sharing communities as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Excellent. Now I have I have just one more question for both of you. And uh maybe Craig, you can go first and then you can answer next, Tracy. But okay. uh so so say you're an agency, you're you're looking to get more inclusivity, more accessibility 
how do you get that ball rolling if if it's still something that you're you're thinking about or or maybe you feel like you could do more? How do you get that started? But my answer is real simple. As as Tracy said, there you know uh, thirty some SRAs that deal directly with park districts. Uh, it's an interesting situation, and you know they are the specialists in this. Um, you know, we like to, we're the specialists in providing overall park and recreation services to our communities. Um, and you, you can't know everything and you can't be the, you know, the, the best at everything. And so we have to lean on Tracy, on her staff to make sure that our programs, um, you know, meet these needs to make sure that our facilities and our parks and, you know, all of the participants can join in and meet these needs. Don't hesitate to utilize your SRA. I mean, they're there to help you not with just inclusivity, but they're there to help you with ADA projects. And I think people sometimes forget that, that you run these projects through the through the board for approval by the, by the special rec association so that you can utilize those ADA funds. So from everywhere from, you know, building a facility just to make sure physically it's accessible and then you get to the programming and make sure they're inclusive. That's what the SRA does for a park district. And that's honestly, I can't imagine a park district running without an SRA. And, and we just happen to be lucky enough to, to have the premier and best executive director of any SRA, you know, in the state of Illinois um, and the team and, and everyone that's there. I mean, really, you know, Tracy's all over. Everyone knows Tracy um, because of what she stands for and what she brings. Um, but everybody probably try to join an SRA. Not everyone does, not everyone's in one, mm -hmm. but they're gonna give you that key to being inclusive. All right, and Tracy? I would, I would ditto what he's saying. And you know, I, I know it sounds like we, because we're part of it, but what it does when I watch my team it, it's a lot of times people in, in other states, they may have one staff that's trying to provide everything. But when you've got 40 people that are in the hallways and problem solving around whatever it is at one of the districts, you have some of the greatest minds. Um, they're coming up with those behavior plans. We're, you know, I loved when we were, I'm not so good at looking at blueprints, but now I'm better. I'm better. <laughs> um, and so looking at blueprints and, and, you know, okay, wait a minute, what is this? And asking those questions. Um, also, um, getting those parents so they can come to those focus groups when they have their ADA transition plans and, you know, letting them know, no, they welcome you. Um, it has been a true honor. Um, you know, Craig and I are both involved nationally and this does not happen. And therefore you don't see the level of service that Illinois residents are able to get when it comes to that support for their park and recreation and leisure needs. Um, so I would say immediately if you aren't involved, get involved, um, get involved with an SRA, reach out to your closest SRA, reach out to, you know, I'm sure Craig is my board chair now, um, will be fielding calls where districts are like, well, what does it look like? And we welcome those um, because I agree with him. You know, we don't know all there is to know about the park and rec side um, and those are credible, but boy, when we put our teams together, I mean, I really feel like there's nothing that we can't address. I mean, we figure it out. We figure it out together. Um, the two teams together. So I think it's the way to go. Now, I want to congratulate both of you on the award. 
Uh, obviously, from our conversation, I, I can see why you guys want it. Uh, but I uh, I encourage you to continue this collaborative spirit. I think it's fantastic. And I do thank you guys for taking time out of your day to just talk with me a little bit and uh, share your thoughts about uh, inclusivity, accessibility, and, and how uh, park districts and special rec agencies can work together. Wonderful. It was our pleasure. Thank yes. you. Right. Thank you so much. Thank Wayne. you very much.